Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of United States Steel Corporation, ticker symbol X. So we're looking at United States Steel as a subscriber request today. Currently, they're trading for $23.64 per share. And over the last year, their stock price is up 10.5%, which is in sharp contrast to the overall market that's down. Over the last five years, however, United States Steel has seen their stock price decline by 21%. Over 10 years, their stock price is up 10% in total, so just about 1% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, United States Steel has seen their stock price decline by 47%. They have paid out modest dividends over this period, but it's likely that returns to shareholders have been negative over the last nearly two decades or so. So United States Steel Company is trading about $7 above their 52-week low. They're down more than $15 from their 52-week high. They have a large amount of short interest around their business, with about 10% of their shares outstanding currently being sold short, and they have about a $5.7 billion market cap. So for additional background about the company, United States Steel Corporation operates primarily in the United States, but also has a steelmaking capacity in Slovakia. The company's operating segments include North American Flat Rolled, Mini Mill, U.S. Steel Europe, and Tubular Products. The Flat Rolled segment includes United States Steel's integrated steel plants and equity investees in North America involved in the production of slabs, strip mill plates, sheets, and tin milled products, as well as all iron ore and coke production facilities in the United States. It primarily serves North American customers in the service center, conversion, transportation, construction, container, appliance, and electrical markets. The company also engages in the real estate business, and United States Steel Corporation was founded in 1901, originally formed by J.P. Morgan by financing the merger of Andrew Carnegie's Carnegie Steel Company, the Federal Steel Company, and the National Steel Company, which together had a market cap of nearly $500 million. At one time, United States Steel was the largest steel producer and the largest corporation in the world, and it was the world's first $1 billion corporation, which would be worth around $45 billion today. The United States Steel Company is headquartered in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of United States Steel based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress and it's an opportunity to learn in public. So it will continue to improve and get better over time. With that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. So there are two key reasons for this. The first is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. And the second is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. And these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. So by asking for a benchmark of 14% or higher, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. So United States Steel has seen very lumpy returns on capital. They went negative in 2019 and they were also negative in 2020. Since the COVID-19 pandemic, the business's returns on capital have rebounded very sharply. They produced 35% returns on capital in fiscal 2021. And over their last 12 months, they produced about 30% returns on capital as well. As a commodity business, their returns on capital are going to be heavily dependent on commodity pricing. And averaged out over this period, United States Steel is earning about 9.5% average returns on capital. So while that is better than that of a typical business, just slightly, that's below that 14% benchmark we're ideally looking for. And so this is an X to start things off on metric number one. 
Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. And this metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are gonna be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. We'll also be including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. Over this time in a cyclical business, their revenues have increased by 82%. They declined from 2018 until 2020, but again, they've rebounded very sharply since then. Their earnings are up more than nine times over this period. They brought in more than $4 billion in net income during 2021. And at the same time, their free cash flows are up over eight times as well. After having negative free cash flows in 2018, 2019, and 2020, they've had very strong, very positive free cash flows in 2021 and over their last 12 months additionally. So all three of these are up. This is very strong growth for United States Steel Corporation. And this is our first check today coming in on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at United States Steel on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. We learned in the previous metric that their earnings are up by more than nine times over this period. However, we still wanna see what they've done in terms of shareholder dilution or if they've been buying back shares. So at the same time that they've grown their earnings very dramatically in the recent couple of years, they've diluted existing shareholders by about 60% over this period. So that's not great as a long-term shareholder in a business because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. And so when a business dilutes existing shareholders by issuing new shares, they're decreasing your ownership percentage percentage in the business, which is ultimately going to decrease the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to. Even with the shareholder dilution though, their earnings per share are up by more than five times. Over their last 12 months, they've earned about $12.14 of net income per share. And so this is another check here on metric number three, even though we don't like to see the dilution here. Then next up, metric number four is going to be very similar. Here we're looking for five-year free cash flow per share growth. Again, they had negative free cash flows in 2018, 2019, and 2020. However, their free cash flows are up by more than eight times over this period alone. Over their last 12 months, United States Steel has produced about $10.50 worth of free cash flow per share. So their per share free cash flows are up by more than five times over this period as well. Another check here on metric number four, and so far through our first four metrics, we have three checks and one X. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't wanna be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are gonna be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced over the last five years. So United States Steel ended 2021 with $1.6 billion worth of net debt. Since then, currently they brought this down. Right now they have about $780 million worth of net debt. And over the last five years, they produced about $3.2 billion worth of free cash flow, even when taking into account these negative years of free cash flow meaning that relative to the debt that they're employing in their business, at least right now, they're very cash flow generative. So this is a check on metric number five. Additionally, over their last 12 months, United States Steel has produced about $2.7 billion worth of free cash flow. So after having negative free cash flows from 2018 to 2020, over 2021 and over their last 12 months, including through 2022, they produced quite a bit of free cash flow and they've been using this to aggressively repay some of this debt over this time. Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If that's the case, that will potentially give us 
us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury and potentially give us another reason to be interested in United States steel. So we're using their total enterprise value because it's going to take into account both their market cap and their net debt position. And it's going to give us a picture of the economic reality of the business that's more similar to as if U.S. Steel were a private company. So right now they have about a $6.6 billion total enterprise value. And we learned that over the last five years, they produced about $3.2 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that in an average year, they're producing about $640 million worth of free cash flow. Although again, this has been very lumpy over this time frame, which is why we're using an average here. So when we divide their $640 million of their average free cash flow by their $6.6 billion total enterprise value, that gives us an average free cash flow to enterprise value yield of about 9.7%. That's almost double that 5% benchmark we're looking for, and that's more than two and a half times better than the yield of the 10-year treasury right now. So on an average basis, this is a big check on metric number six. Also, over their last 12 months, United States Steel has earned free cash flows that are quite a bit above this. So they brought in $2.7 billion worth of free cash flow over this time. So to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business, when we divide their $2.7 billion of their current free cash flows by their $6.6 .6 billion total enterprise value, that is about a 41% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield right now. That's a potentially massive yield. And so both on a current and an average basis, this is a very strong check here on metric number six for United States Steel Corporation. However, it's really important to understand that a steel manufacturer is a cyclical business, just like with other commodities and especially with other cyclical companies. Oftentimes at their booms, these businesses can look very cheap and at their busts, they can look pretty disgusting, potentially even really expensive. So it might not be so much about the financial optics that we're seeing here for the business, but a better understanding of how the business's free cash flows are going to develop going into the future is really going to be necessary to come to a definitive conclusion here for U.S. Steel. Just just because these are potentially strong checks here doesn't mean that you're going to run out and buy this business. This analysis is not financial advice. This is just one of our six metrics here, and these metrics are meant to be taken in holistically. Even though they're simple, when combined together, they can be very powerful. Then here we're looking at their dividend profile. So currently U.S. Steel pays out a 0.8% dividend yield, which is a pretty modest yield, especially compared to their current free cash flows and their free cash flows over the last couple of years. However, they've only supported their dividend payouts in two of these five fiscal years. And through three of these years, they were still paying out dividends, even though they were bringing in pretty negative free cash flows per share. This is potentially concerning capital allocation for U.S. Steel here. Again, it shows some of the lumpy nature of their business overall and how cyclical some of this can really be. It's not necessarily a great thing that management was trying to smooth this over and maintain the same level of dividend payouts independent of the results of the business in each given year though. However, if the business is able to maintain positive free cash flows and keeps them up at anything near the rate at what they're doing currently, it does look like they'd be able to support their dividend yield pretty easily. It looks like, it seems like they're paying out a very minuscule dividend payout ratio currently. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze U.S. Steel, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for U.S. Steel. A discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. So starting with an average of their free cash flows over their last five years, so this hopefully gives us a more normative perspective of the company that'll help us reconcile some of these boom and bust periods that the business has been under. Then using historical growth assumptions for how the business has been able to grow their free cash flows dating back all the way till 1990. 
So these are historical growth assumptions that you need to do your own homework on to determine whether or not these are going to be potentially accurate and applicable to give us a baseline projected estimate over the next 20 years or so. So assuming a growth stage over the next 10 years where they keep their average free cash flows flat, then assuming a terminal stage for the 10 years out after that where these average free cash flows decline at a rate of 4% annually. If we were seeking a potential 10% rate of return from U.S. Steel, it looks like a fair value for the business is around $30 per share. So that would be about $6 above what their current stock price is. So based off these assumptions, it looks like there is a potential margin of safety in their price. However, there are a number of reasons why this might not be potentially accurate for the business, especially because they operate in such a cyclical industry. And so it's unlikely that even though this would be their average, that you'd be able to see these free cash flows materialize in any one of these given years. Also, their dividend yield would be included in this 10% rate of return. So we would not be doubly counting dividends here. Using these same historical growth assumptions, it looks like from today's valuations, you could reasonably expect about a 13.5% rate of return from U.S. Steel, which would far outpace how it's performed over the last nearly two decades. So please be mindful of the fact that this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. So in summary, U.S. Steel checks the box on five out of six of our metrics. They've grown very strongly over the last five years. And even though they've diluted existing shareholders by about 60% over this time frame, they're still up on per share metrics here. They're earning slightly above average returns on capital. However, those are very lumpy and those were below that 14% benchmark we were looking for. They have taken their recent free cash flows, which are well above where they've been historically, and use those to pay down a lot of the company's debt. However, we saw some potential poor uses of capital allocation when it came to their dividend payouts. So it would likely be better for the company to be able to prioritize paying down this debt in its entirety and building up a little bit of a war chest for the business, especially operating in such a cyclical industry. Then on both an average and a current basis of their free cash flows compared to their enterprise value yield, it does look like that's giving us a risk premium and potentially a pretty large risk premium at that in comparison to the yield of the 10-year treasury. And finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of the business. If you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions, then it looks like from today's valuations, you could reasonably expect about a 13.5% rate of return going forward for U.S. Steel. However, again, there are a number of reasons why this might not be potentially accurate. This would be far outpacing how they performed over the last nearly two decades. And again, steel manufacturing is a very cyclical commodity business. And commodity companies tend to look very cheap during their peaks, and they can look very pricey, especially at their lows. So some value metrics might not be applicable for the business. So if you're interested in this business, it's really worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more and try to have an educated opinion about what their free cash flows are going to do over the next 10 years or so. So it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about U.S. Steel Corporation. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. 
Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research searching easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 99 bucks. That's only 27 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but they are currently running a general offer for $119. But if you use my link, it's only 99 bucks. So check it out if you're interested. As a value investor, you ultimately want to research a business as if you're going to own 100% of it, and you can truly understand the essence of that business and understand its ins and outs and know what's important and what's not important for the company going forward. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of U.S. Steel, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for the business will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of U.S. Steel Corporation, ticker symbol X. Again, we looked at the business as a subscriber request today, so I'm happy happy to make an analysis of the company. So if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about US Steel with me, and have a great day.